On this episode of the Star Wars Time Show, we're going to dedicate it to the fans. That's right. We're going full-on Star Wars Artist Appreciation Show. And why are we doing that? Well, that's because we took a break last week because we are lazy-ass patriots. So we're going to do the top five from last week. I'm going to throw in some honorable mentions, and we're going to do a little special topic deal on some Star Wars bootlegs headed to SDCC 2019. Cue that music. Thanks, announcer. That's right. Matt and Nick are back. And yes, we did take a little break for the July 4th holiday. It it was needed. I mean, sometimes I get a little nuts with things. I get a little too intense. So I need to kind of pull myself away from the cast. And by the way, there's there's no reason to bitch, people. We still had a new episode for you last week. And we're still going to get this episode probably out tomorrow. So don't worry. You have not missed out on a single episode of Star Wars Time Show. We keep the train running, even during breaks. So, as you heard from our announcer here, this show's really to focus on the Star Wars artist community, in particular, toy photography and Star Wars, um, I I would like to say... uh, radical artists uh, some of my favorite artists i followed for years on ig first with eb and now on swt so anyways nick you, you did your job you laid down the top five we'll be getting to that after our little special topic which is dealing with bootlegs that you can find at sdcc and though i'm not talking about the shitty ones from china that you've probably got duped into buying from ebay nick we're talking about uh, DKE Toys, this is the outfit that will be selling these bootlegs at SDCC. And um, I kind of threw up a preview of some of their Star Wars bootlegs. And I didn't throw all of them up. I, I threw up a lot of them, at least the ones that I was like, hey, if I had unlimited amounts of money and I wanted to spend $40 on a bootleg figure, I'd probably get this. So we are talking offline, Nick. You weren't really in the know on what the hell a bootleg was no you're thinking it was like some bullshit that again some kid in a chinese sweatshop stapled together and threw it up on ebay uh but as you kind of scrolled through it and looked i mean there's some legit art if not funky looking art and ghetto looking art but in the best (laughs) use of the word ghetto i know it's a lot of this stuff is really creative it's really fun and it's nothing that you would ever see out of like the traditional toy world like from hasbro or from any of the other big names out there that make toys for Star Wars or anybody else. So it's like it's allowing these artists and these creators to take their their time, their molds and their their creativity in their head and create something that's Star Wars like. So obviously you can't say, oh, look at my Star Wars figures. So you have to say stuff like, look at my Star Wars figures or look at my Space Wars figures user of the force figure i mean so a lot of these are just super fun space wars and dragons space wars a game of wars yeah lord what was that game of wars lord of winter star stir was (laughs) yeah no no vowels there at all stir stir was starring luker with a limited edition marked (laughs) i mean so what's really fun about this is it's it's Star Wars enough. So anything that you see 
in these bootlegs, you'll be able to tell like, okay, these artists are really having fun with the Star Wars license and they're really creative. That's something that I really enjoy about it. So one of them is like a, it's like a Vader like figure and he's wearing like a hot pink robe and the, the box art, Matt, you pointed this out to me before we, we went live, but the box art here is half of the artistry that you see. Like most right. of this stuff you don't want to open because the box art's so cool. Yeah, th- this isn't like Hasbro printing these things. I mean, a lot of these are made in the bootleggers' homes or workshops. So, I mean, they'll not only mold the figures, but they'll also draw the art for the boxes. And, and it's some great stuff. I mean, the one Nick's talking about, this is <laughs> the name they give this Vader is... Chanlo Samura. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, and I don't even know what the fuck the title is of the of the figure here, but I mean you can very clearly tell it's it's an homage to Darth Vader. Uh, some of these other ones, Nick, that stood out to me. I, I like the <laughs> the Start Wars Cross. Yeah. It's just uh, <laughs> I love the play on the term Start Wars and the fact that it's a religious symbol. Yep. Because uh, I am one that believes that religion is the root cause of most of the worst wars we've had. Uh, so it, it's like a little stormtrooper on the cross, but the cross is very Star Wars-ish looking. I mean, it looks like uh, door panels from the Death Star, and you got you know a little trooper on there. Uh, I also like this mashup of Tron and Luke, the uh, user of the Force by Punk Pop Toys, yep. where it's literally a, uh, I'd say a 70s era Kenner Luke half cut and the rest is translucent to look like Tron holding the disc over his head. Yeah, exactly. The data, the um, info disc or whatever it was called from that. There's the a <laughs> recur- regurgitated idea. I literally <laughs> Boba Fett. It's a, it's a legit vomit pile, but on <laughs> solos in it, frozen in carbonite. I saw that one and I was just, I couldn't help myself. I was like, is that really just like vomit? And it is, it's just, a vomit Han Solo. It's it's crazy. I mean, some of the other ones that I enjoyed, um, you have a a Corona primarily. Oh yeah, Corona can primarily made to look like R two D two. It's called it's called L bar two D two by Carlos yeah, Ramirez. Well I, I'm done. glad you picked this one, dude, because these are to me. I, all these are art to me, but this is this is like these kind of stand out. I mean. He's really taking like old ass beer cans mm-hmm. yep. and repurposing them with wood legs and it looks like a foam head and, and wooden nodules on it. I, I don't know. To me, that looks like a work of art. Yeah, it does. Like that is an- if, if you like Star Wars, I mean, other people probably looks like a fucking piece of garbage. Yeah. I mean, one of the more hilarious ones is Boba Wood. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> From Solace, Solace Wars. Yeah, Solace Wars. <laughs> I'm sitting here, I'm looking at this and it's literally like a kid put together this little Boba Fett figure out of yeah. wood and painted it himself. It's awesome. It's, it's awesome. It's incredible. Other good ones here. We got straight out of Tatooine That's solid, where yeah. it's basically a Boba Fett guy wearing, uh, you know, if you know the straight out of Compton, the album cover, he's essentially dressed like, you know, Dre. I think he's dressed as the easy character. Easy. Yeah. Easy. yeah. Uh, Nick brought the, said this one earlier and this one's awesome on multiple levels. It's Game of Wars, so think Game of Thrones font. And the uh, character they're selling is Lord of Winterstar. <laughs> it's literally Darth Vader dressed as Ned Stark. But if you look closely, if you are a collector, I'm pretty sure this is a, a repurpose or at least the legs 
come from the uh, range troopers was, that we saw in Solo. Yep, Nick. I was gonna. I noticed uh, that. I looked down. I was like, "That's definitely range trooper legs." Yeah. So a lot of times, Nick, what these people do is they'll end up making their own molds, but some will kit bash it and, and mold stuff onto them. Uh, I don't know. I, I really think this is a lot of that range trooper, and then clearly they had to mold the head and the chest piece. Yeah. Uh, the, the crossover straps. But, yeah, I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. And, by the way, people, I mean, when you look at these, you may be like, oh, yeah, that, that's probably worth a couple dollars. Most of these are 40 to $80. Yeah, these are not cheap figures. Like, the no. the Game of Wars one that we just talked about, that one's 45 but Boba Wood is 100 bucks. Yeah, <laughs> like, Boba Woods, no joke. Yeah, he's a little bit, you know, a little expensive. And then this little uh, Chewbactus, yeah, <laughs> fucking Chewbacca <laughs> cacti. Yeah, like he's literally a cactus, but Chewbacca, that's a hundy. That's yeah, a hundred dollars right there. I mean, so some of the ones where you think, oh, maybe this will cost a little bit less. Nope, Vomit yeah. Pile Han Solo is the least so far. He's only twenty five <laughs> bucks if you want one of those. And um, it looks like another one on the high end is, where was it? Oh, man. It was the, oh, this this crossover between Star Trek and Star Wars is called Captain Mustard Schnog. Yeah, yeah which it, it's, it's essentially, uh, shit, what's his fucking name? Snaggletooth. Yeah. But fat and wearing a very James T. Kirk tv series series star trek shirt yeah he'll cost you 85 so he's another one he's a little price in moustache <laughs> so this uh, yeah so anyways i mean we're, we're not gonna sit here and read them all to you but uh the post is out on starwarstime.net uh we'll link to it in the post shell for this episode you're listening to so if you're listening you're going hey fuckheads this is radio i can't see shit we got you covered there and, and usually on youtube i try to throw in imagery at least of uh, the toys and art we talk about. So they're out there. If you're going to SDCC, look for the DK, DKE Toys Con Stuff booth. It's going to be booth 2643. And SDCC, again, is kicking off next weekend, July 17th through 21. Beautiful. All right, dude. So let's kind of get into the bread and butter of this quick cast, or we're going to try a quick cast. You never know when we get behind the mics what type of diarrhea is going to flow out of these orifices. But the, the top five, one of our favorite segments, when we do do the usual Friday show, which, by the way, people may be transitioning to a Monday show, but you're still going to get your weekly dose of Star Wars time, if not double doses of Star Wars time because that's how we roll. So go ahead, Nick. Let's get into the top five. The top five this week kicks off with two of my favorite things. One, we have a shot by at Black Series here, Isaiah, one of Matt's really good friends in the toy photography community. He's a Mac daddy. And it's a trooper shot. And if you follow the Star Wars time show, you know that I cannot pull myself away from, from trooper shots. So what we have here is a very incredibly... Silhou- it's almost like a silhouetted, like this. the trooper is completely dark, but his eyes well, hey, are illuminated. You're right there, Nick, but this is the shadow trooper, so he okay. actually is black. Okay, so it is the shadow the, trooper. It's, it's not a death trooper. I mean, the, the, the shadow troopers, those in the know, I mean, there, there was a shadow trooper. They're, they're all black, but they look just like a standard storm trooper. Yep. I believe it came from the expanded universe. Uh, I, I know there was a figure of it. Obviously, the guys are shooting it here. 
but yeah, he's that's actually all black. But as you said, it's a very low lit shot. Yeah, and it's the way that it's posed, the way that the eyes really that's what draws you to this picture is the way that the eyes are lit, and it's just. You know, the way that that Isaiah was able to capture the light beams coming in, the way that he was able to, you know, that's his atmosphere aerosol. Yeah, the he's, atmosphere a, he's a pro aerosol. at that shit. I mean, <laughs> he Zay kills at the at the lighting and the atmosphere work. Yeah. And uh, both of those things really make this shot pop. Yeah. I mean, he, he looks he's wading through some sort of water. I mean, he looks like the Grim Reaper. He looks like a special force stormtrooper. That could actually do something. Yeah, exactly. That could actually shoot somebody on the first pull. It, it's not uh, one of those stormtroopers who was, you know, shooting at Han, Luke, and Leia in Episode Four on the Death Star. Like this guy is gonna turn a corner. He's almost like, uh, what you call? He's almost like Rambo. Like you know, almost exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see the shot and I go, this motherfucker is going to screw somebody's day up. Yeah. It's and that's what it looks like. He's he's just he has this imposing pose. He's kind of lurching, holding his gun, basically getting ready to blast someone's face off. Yeah. Or at least try to, because he is a stormtrooper. You never know. He could miss. Those lights in his eyes may throw off his Oh yeah, no, you're computers. right. I mean that's <laughs> that's instantly where our eyes go. And if you notice, if you subscribe to the Rule of thirds, his head and eyes are pretty much right there at that junction point for a vertical shot. So, I mean, again, Black Series, he's, he's a pro. He the guy's a pro. That's why he's got, you know, five-figure followers, deserves it. He's a pimp. Mm-hmm. And he'll probably be at SDCC because I know he lives out that way. Uh, but, again, at Black Series, at BLKSRS. Uh, you're going to want to follow him and his homies with the C3P bros, which is Swit Picks and Work More or Less as well. Uh, we didn't pick their shots from this series. Can't. That's t- You can't win them all, guys. Yeah. Zay definitely was the winner this time. Can't overload the top five with the three C3P bros all, all the time. <laughs> we got to. Yeah, because usually when they do one of their themed shots where they each shoot the same figure just in different styles and, and poses, this, that, and everything, they, they could make the top five. Yeah. But. Yeah, well, we got we got to spread the love a little bit. Yeah. So, moving on, number two in the top five belongs to at AJG two three two on Instagram, and it's a really fantastic portrait shot here of Mace Windu. Yeah. So much so that Mace Windu, this looks like you actually took a picture, or AJG actually took a picture of Sam Jackson. Like this, the way that the shot is set up, and it also looks like there's a bit of uh, digirama happening here. Is that what I'm? thinking matt looks like the background may actually be a shot oh yeah look yeah look at you yep it's definitely i would say a scene from uh rots probably yep when when uh mace is fighting the uh well soon to be emperor i'd say yes yeah so i mean really you know nothing too flashy about this shot here it's not an action shot there's not a ton of explosions in the background just a really solid portrait really captures a, a menacing look on Mace Windu's face. Excellent job lighting the lightsaber. And just the way that the shot is composed is, is fantastic. And it really pops. It really catches your eye. Yeah, I'm just, I'm kind of scrolling through AG, AJG's feed right now. And this account has really kind of come into my radar when I'm going through and looking for stuff to, I might as well give him a follow. I don't even follow him. I'm a piece of shit. There you go. <laughs> There you go, AJG. I wasn't following you through Haywood Pop-Up. I am now. Uh, but anyways, what I was saying, Nick, is 
I, more and more I'm seeing AJG shots, and I love them. I, I, I think it, it could be because, it, like you said, kind of in the static pose, more portrait scene type of stuff, which is what I get into because, honestly, posing sucks. I hate it. <laughs> I, I probably suck at it or don't have the patience for it. I've just spent the past two weekends, hours and hours and hours, taking photos, so hopefully we got something good out of that. I'm trying. Uh, but I just – I. Every shot of AJG's usually catches my eye, so there's a good chance we'll be seeing a lot more of Aaron's work on at Star Wars Time Show. But really, just back to the shot that Nick picked. As he said, it's a it's a great portrait. It, it's I love this Mace figure. This is the uh, SH Figure Arts Mace. It's not the Black Series Mace. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Series Mace. It just came out this year. Nick looks great. Still a fantastic sculpt for twenty bucks. But this one. Look at that. I mean, yeah. that is a perfect Sam Jackson snarl. Yeah, it is. It's like a perfect recreation of Sam Jackson's face. Like, you couldn't yeah. get any better than that. Like, I would love to see if there was like a, you know, one of the $150 figures of Mace, if the face could look better than that. Because I don't know if it could. They even get like forehead wrinkles in there. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I, dude, I, at this point, I want to fashion a Jules wig to throw on it. <laughs> I think if he had the Jules wig oh, on right man. now, he would look even more badass. That would look incredible. That would be like that would be a fun and easy mashup. Just to have any like a mace figure and just throw a Jules wig on him. Oh, I didn't we um we we shared it a, wasn't a mace figure. It's J- yeah, it's Jason B. Michael. Yeah. I, I believe he uh, kind of combined the Jules wig from somewhere with I think Sam Jackson's Captain Marvel figure that just came out. Yeah, he's and kind of created that little mashup. That's cool. I think he's got another one I haven't shared yet. Like I was telling you offline, I need to share more of your people shots because there's so many great Star Wars photographers and artists out there that my backlog of stuff that has caught my eye that I want to share on Star Wars Time Show has now reached about eighty. Uh, it's just, it's difficult, man. I mean, every day I flip that thing on, we're getting more and more people tagging us, more and more people using the Star Wars Time Show hashtag. Uh, so my job's getting easier, but it's also getting uh, more cumbersome just because of all the great stuff coming across our feed now instead of me having to search it out. So yeah, keep it up, my friends. Keep tagging, hashtag, and do all that fun stuff. And one day you could maybe get the A. JG treatment get yourself on the top five but great work there Aaron looking good uh keep tagging keep doing all that fun stuff keep up the great work absolutely so next up we have kingdom of weird here and what really captured me about this shot is one it's a scene recreation and two it's it's 3.75 inch figures exactly see Nick is slowly becoming a toy expert without even being a collector because of his time on this oh yeah i mean i've learned a ton just from listening to you matt break down (laughs) the shots that i put in the top five seeing the people on our instagram react and interact with us through dms and comments and stuff like that and and you know i i'm starting to get an appreciation for the little things like this because you know if before back in the day i would have looked at this and said like okay this is a cool scene recreation but seeing that as 3.75 inch figures like that right. makes it even more impressive again i mean guys people listening if you've never held a three and three quarter inch figure it they won't even take up your whole hand i mean that most they might take up your palm yeah and and 
that is what's so cool about the shot is right. you look at exactly. it and they look life size. They look just like they do in the movies. And the and the scene recreation here is from episode five when um, C three PO is being put back together on the oh, Millennium Falcon by R two D two and three PO starts to yell at him for something. And then oh yeah, when when R two goes off and tries to fix the hyperdrive. It's vid- it's one of my favorite scenes, and it's vintage C-3PO and R2, oh, because yeah. the whole time, literally, R2 literally, literally saved the day for everyone, laid down the smoke screen so they could get out, you know, tapped into the Bestman computer to figure things out about the hyperdrive, this, that, and the other thing, got everyone onto the ship, and what's the first thing that C-3PO starts doing? Just bitching Busting his goddamn balls. Bitching at him for... And- bitching, yelling, <laughs> accusing him of being an idiot and uh-huh. not tapping into strange computers and, you know, just put me back together as R2, you know, scurries away to go turn the hyperdrive back on. Uh, but but as Nick said, I mean, the, the shot, it really the beauty of the shot comes from the fact that these things are tiny, yet they're made to look life-size. Yeah, and it's just the little details that Kingdom of Weird threw in, like putting a little bit of copper wire at the end exactly. of uh, C-3PO's leg and you know the, the box propping up his foot and then having the diorama, the, the Falcon diorama, actually setting up the shot perfectly. I mean, I think that this is just y- You know what, Nick? I bet that is an actual Millennium Falcon toy that they're sitting in. Wow. So, like, the actual, okay, yeah. Three, yeah, three and three-quarter inch Millennium Falcon. <laughs> I, I would not be surprised if uh, Kingdom of Weird here somehow got his camera down into that. Yeah, so, Kingdom, if you're if you're listening to us, let us know either in comments or DMs, if that's what you really used for this shot. But again, I mean, fantastic work really brings these figures to life. I even think he added, I don't know if the C-3PO figure has lighting effects in his eyes, but if it doesn't, then he probably added it doesn't. a little bit of light. So again, that's just really great probably Photoshop work there. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm assuming he probably cut eyes out of a, another C-3PO image and then just kind of shopped them in. Yeah. I mean, it's my guess. Seamless. If not, then yeah, it's even more ridiculous that he's able to create that effect without cutting out C-3PO eyes and just using, you know, various brushes and and lighting effects. Yeah. It's beautiful, beautiful work here by at Kingdom of Weird. It just, dude, I mean, I started collecting the minis. I've given them up, but when I see stuff from him or what's the other one? Nostalgic Box. He's the other ridiculously good 3.75 force dad photography is another one good at that scale it makes me want to start breaking that shit out but it's like dude the whole reason you just spent the past two weekends upwards of four to five hours a day shooting toys is so you can get through the massive backlog that you've been bitching about (laughs) to everyone on the star wars time show it's true it's true and here's the best part once i get going I still can't just go through figures, dude. I mean, Sunday, I'm like, all right, I'm finally going to shoot Anakin and Obi-Wan from ROTS, SH Figure Arts. And then we'll move on. I'll probably knock out another eight figures today. Three hours later, I'd only shot Anakin, Obi, and Count Dooku. <laughs> because I'm like, oh, well, oh, yeah, if I turn this way or pose this have... way or that, I could do that. That scene would look neat. That would be cool. Okay, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And in the end, I walk away. Yes, I may have some decent shots, but I'm not accomplishing my goal of getting through my box of toys that literally dates back to the summer of 2018. For those in the know, I still have not shot the NECA SDCC 20, no, 2018 exclusive TMNT figures. 
That's how backlogged I am. So the passion, Anyways, the passion. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's just it is a sickness. If you go on my uh, Haywood Pop story right now, Nick, you'll see all the shots I've taken. I did a video scroll and like basically this is why I'm nuts <laughs> and why I never get shit out because I take so many. Then I don't want to process. And then two years later, I finally share them and my skills have enhanced and the pictures look like shit. Yeah, see, that's why you have the perception of your work that you do is because you're sharing you're exactly, stuff that you took two years exactly ago now. Right, dude. And you look at it and you're like, I could do way better than that. But hey, you know what's funny? Okay, so last week, I, I didn't share much at all last week because I'm trying to get better at when I'm on vacation with the family. I'm off my goddamn phone. Uh, but I put up, I don't know if you saw it, it's a shot of the Ashigaru Stormtrooper, Samurai Trooper, yeah, yeah. Uh, Archer. Yep, I saw that one. Probably two and a half years old. <laughs> that thing, like, I, I mean, I think it almost got 400 likes and 40 comments. Yeah. That's a beautiful like, oh, that, shot, dude. Like, <laughs> that that's just called me getting lucky sometimes back then when I was trying practical effects for the first time. But I sat on that for years because I didn't think it was good. Oh, dude. Like, this, yeah, this is almost 400 likes. You got tons of comments on here. From, I mean, like from people that are, you know, top in the top five multiple times the Star Wars time show. You see everything, Kylo. I mean, everybody that we talk about is on your comments. And yeah, I'm just, your, I'm, your a, I'm a freak, man. It's just, it's a very <laughs> weird headspace that I live in. And it's not just with toy. I've done it with every hobby I've ever had. I mean, these days it's hard for me even to play video games because of the mental shit I get going in my head. Oh, dude, I'm the same way. I just finished. Like this weekend, I just finished Breath of the Wild, just the no. just the base campaign. Like not the oh, DLC. Yeah, dude, I'm literally still sitting outside the castle, just wanting to get needing to fight Ganon, and I just don't. Oh yeah, that's want a, to do it. Exactly I don't want to do what it. I did. That's exactly what I did for like a year. I left it there for like a year or yeah, however long yeah. it's been. That's where I'm at. I mean, I, it's been so long. I gave the damn cartridge to my nephew. I was like, here, you fucking play it. <laughs> and like. I picked it up over the weekend. I was like, okay, well, I still got to get to the last memory. So I get the last memory. I was like, well, if I'm doing this, I might as well get the Hylian Shield. I get the Hylian Shield. I put it down. The next day I pick it up. I'm like, well, there's nothing else for me to do in this game except beat it. And then I go to beat it, and I found out that if you have all four Divine Beasts, it's the easiest fucking final boss fight you ever fight in your life. <laughs> like, Yeah, that's what I've heard, and I'm still too lazy to go. Because isn't... <laughs> Is getting through the castle still kind of wonky? Oh, dude, or? like if you, I know there's a bit of a tangent here for Star Wars fans, but if hey, you're a video game do, fan people. here, get, get, get used to it. I climb waterfalls the whole way, put on the Zora armor and just swim up waterfalls the whole way. Yeah, yeah. Like All you right. come in slightly. It's basically, if you're looking at the castle, it's from the West, like slightly from the West corner. There's a waterfall right there, and if you jump, if you swim up it, it'll lead you to waterfalls all the way up to the fucking door of the castle. You don't even have to do anything. <laughs> like, interesting. Well, I guess I got to get my disc or cartridge back now from my nephew if he hasn't lost it yet. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. So circling back to Star Wars time and some Star Wars artists and their figures or toy photography. So again, Kingdom Weird, awesome shit. Yep. 3.75 Mac Daddy for sure. All right, next one, buddy. Next one, we have a shot from DCR Production. So it's at DCR.Production on Instagram. And it's another Stormtrooper shot. Look, I said when we started that I'm a sucker for troopers, and it just holds true. But it, this is also a fucking amazing shot. I mean, 
the weathering that's done here on the trooper. So what we see is like a, it almost to me looks like a, like a zombie trooper for some yeah, reason. No, that's what I'm running with. I mean, he, he, he's at least possessed. Yeah. So we see his eyes are, are lit very bright white. There's like a, almost like an alien tractor beam type of light. It's like, coming it's like off a of light halo. Yeah. Yeah. And then the the armor is weathered and messed up looking. It's just the pose that he's in. His head kind of slightly tilted down. He looks like a a like a risen dead kind of stormtrooper. Exactly. exactly. Um, it, like the 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 caption was "I'm stormtrooper." I'm sure it was a mis <laughs> misspelling, but I'm stormtrooper. Yeah, I mean this is. This is a fantastic shot. It just like it seems simple when you look at it because it's really just kind of a stormtrooper standing there, but the the effects, the weathering, the practical and the digital effects done here by DCR Production really just make this shot pop. And and oh, yeah. what I really it's like an about eye catcher. it too is the blue, like the blue haze to it, almost has yep. like a White Walker type of feel from exactly. Game of Thrones. So yeah, I mean everything about this really just kind of stood out to me. And it was a very high likes on the Star Wars time feed share as well. So excellent job here. Yeah, I mean, what I would like to ask, and this, again, if DCR, if you're listening, this isn't me being a, a shithead. This is just be a fellow artist that ha this has happened to me as well. But, Nick, if you look at the top of his helmet, you see that string? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or that little piece of hair? Yep. I wonder if he knew that was there and left it or if he just forgot to wipe it out. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, oh, okay. I want, like, cause in my head, the way that I thought about it is like that was something like stuck to his helmet when he got up. Okay. Like he was like laying down, you know, like a fucking dead zombie. And then whoever comes by, the Night King comes by, raises him back from the dead. And like he stands up and his weather. Like his armor is all weathered and, you know, full of dirt. And then he's got this thing. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I'm getting that too. But I, this has happened to me on so many le so many times where I, I get a shot right and ready to share it, and then I look one more time, like, fuck, there's a cat hair sticking out of his ass <laughs> or coming right off his neck. And, you know, some people may not see it, but, you know, typically when you see something like that, like now I can't stop looking at that hair. Yeah, yeah. It would uh, be, yeah, if you're listening, DCR, let us know either. Yeah, again, this, comments, this is so. it's not a critique at all. It's just a, it's an honest question of is it meant to be there or is this one of those deals where you're so excited to get the shot out you, you know you forgot to wipe a little piece of dust yeah. but either way shot's fucking badass i mean 100 percent dcr is on our radar now so there's a good chance we'll be seeing more of his work or at least be uh, published on at star wars time show on instagram yeah so the final of the top five, but don't worry. There's a, a few honorable mentions here. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. When, when we do just these little shows talking about the, the community and the Star Wars artists, we're always good f for some Matt honorable mentions. Yeah. And I got three of them coming up, but we got one more to go here. Rounding out the top. An another new one, I think. Yeah, Nick, this, this is. Another, you got a couple, at least, what, two brand new accounts two, this week? Two new accounts, yeah. So AJG yeah. is a relatively new account. And then also at least a new account for us on the Star Wars Time Show. Right. And then also this Taylor C photo at Taylor C photo on Instagram. This is a fresh IG account, 83 followers, 37 posts. But this guy has really, you know, if you if you look at his feed leading up to his shots, he's kind of a, you know, he, he's taken a lot of pictures of a lot of different things. He's trying to like, you know, put his photography out there. And it was never really focused on Star Wars. But then, 
you know, he, he comes around to his first Star Wars photograph. And it's it's a fantastic. Hey, what dude's got some fucking amazing portraits, like yeah. black and white work. Oh yeah, I mean just fantastic. Not Star Wars related at all. If you just go to to Taylor C. Photos uh, Instagram page, just his photography work, his living photography work is fantastic. Yeah, it looks like he almost took time all. Uh, I guess he his first toy stuff started coming in December of eighteen. Yeah, I mean this is he he actually had one Star Wars picture before this, and it was it was December eighteen. But then he dropped a a ray, a scavenger yeah, ray. Yeah, from, so that's the one we're talking about. Yeah, here. from TFA, um, right in our top five window for last week, and it really just sings the way that he was able to compose this shot, the way that he was able to capture wonderful like i don't know if this is actual like daytime lighting that he has in the background or if this is something that was added but just the way that this shot is posed you can the way that her speeder is like looks like it's actually sitting there floating off of the ground and then it's just a fantastic a fantastic shot that really captures a moment from tfa almost perfectly in toy form and it was really just a a very like you look at it and it's a pretty standard image and you're like, Oh yeah. But like the way that it's composed, the way that it's set up just really grabbed me. And I was like, Holy shit, this is like a pretty powerful shot. Yeah, it, it's, it's a beautiful shot. I mean, this, this again, this is one I would love to, to hang up. I mean, if I had any wall space left yeah. in SWTHQ, I, I want to start hanging up a lot of the art we talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And like, look, you know, and this is one of those where it's just like, it's a very serene looking, peaceful, almost calming image. Yeah. And that's kind of what drew me to it is, is just that, that serenity of the shot, the calmness. And then obviously, you know, if you think about Ray's journey now to where we're going to see her in the rise of Skywalker and like, you look at this as a, as a, as a piece from her past, she's, you know, she's come a long way and yeah yeah i think she's she's had a little bit of growth since <laughs> these days scavenging for shit for ankar huh yeah absolutely and you know it, i just think that you know the setting for this you know finding a nice piece of you know a, a nice piece of land with sand on it like um taylor did here having this set up doing an excellent job with the with the speeder and then also with ray it really does capture the essence of who ray was in tfa and i would what i would really like to see taylor do is like some sort of you know tross setup picture where you can have the comparison between tfa and where she is in tross so if you're listening well, look at maybe this guy this a, guy's now making requests i'm just saying you know maybe that's something that could be done out his there. toy photography dick is getting <laughs> big he's like hey listen up people it could be a fun little a little he, he's commissioning work i love it <laughs> i, know, I love but, it <laughs> um so fantastic hey you never know man uh, uh, taylor he's someone that just organically started tagging us oh wow and okay this, you know i told you before we went live i was like it's now getting to a point where every morning i i now have to look at our hashtag yeah because people are just starting to catch on and use it, as well as people just tagging us. And, and Taylor, like I say, I always kind of put my own comment, and then I include the artist comment. Uh, but like I said, love finding some awesome shots from new accounts that use our hashtag. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that was what Taylor C. Photo did. So look where it got you, buddy. Yeah, top five. Look where it got you. Um, now you are want to be famous <laughs> slowly crawling up there slowly crawling up there to the want to be famous one but like and look you know we've talked about it before 
uh, you know, unfortunately, Instagram shares don't really feed back into the original account. But I'm I'm really happy that we could post this shot from Taylor C, who has a small following right now. Get him a good amount of likes, 116 likes on this shot, some good comments from our fan base. And I really hope that the people who saw this on Star Wars Time Show Instagram went and followed on Taylor yeah, C photos. That, page. I'm glad you brought that. That is a good PSA. So, I mean, we, we do feature other accounts. We do put up our own stuff. Uh, I do ask when we do feature accounts, try to read the caption to find the artist because we, we've had some people resharing our stuff as it's our work. Uh, and someone that, you know, puts out toy photography himself, I always make sure to let them know, like, hey, we appreciate it, but it was this person, not us. Uh, and if you are leaving comments on a feature of an artist, make sure to tag them so they know you're talking to them and not just us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is this is why we do the top five. This is why we focus on this community so much because there's so much talent here. Like we see with Taylor, a very small account, very new to Star Wars toy photography, and we want to try to increase the amount of love that are you know that's going to these people. So make sure that, you know, not only are you liking the shots that are on our feed, but you're also following the artists that are making those shots. Yeah, I mean, in the end, we wanted to bring this up anyway, so I'll just get into it. Uh, Jared, Sir Dork, um, if you're in the game, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, he kind of went viral, I believe, towards the end of 18. He's got a hell of a following right now. He's, he's really big into action shots, fireworks, shit like that. But he dropped a video last week. Uh, kind of showing how he uses just rinky-dink grocery store fireworks to try to create something. Uh, but he was sporting our hat the entire time, and then he actually did a great little shout-out mention at the end of the video. And what he said he enjoyed about us and the show and, and Star Wars time in general is that there, there's not many podcasts out there that talk about toy photography, in particular Star Wars toy photography. And, and he he mentioned how he appreciates the fact that you know, not only does he like listening to our commentary, which, you know, we're not paying him. He may be on drugs. You never know. I don't know who likes listening to us. I know we don't like listening to ourselves, but hey, thanks for those that do listen. But he's saying outside just the content and, and the show, he likes the fact that, you know, he can find new Star Wars toy photographer, photographers through us. So it is, we are trying to help the community find other accounts, like accounts that Instagram may be hiding from you. I just realized this week, and you know, Nick wrote the big algorithm post, but I, I've I have not seen some of my most favorite artists in in weeks because of Instagram, uh, because I haven't you know either missing their shots and not able to like them because it isn't isn't it Nick to where if you like a a certain account a lot that Instagram will mm -hmm. kind of clue into that and start showing you more of that account. Yep. Yep, so the okay. more interaction you have with a certain page or a certain business account, the more you'll see their content. Right. I mean, even even people like Switpics or Work More or Less, I, I just I don't see their shit. Yep. I, I have to go seek it out. Or Star Wars The Black Series, who's a probably the biggest feature account for Star Wars Black Series toy photographers. I mean, the dude's got 107,000 followers or some shit. I mean, he's got some serious weight in the toy photography community, but... I don't know, fuck Instagram, but hey, we're here to kind of help you maybe discover new people or, or see awesome shots from people you follow that you just can't see anymore because IG thinks that an organic, time-sensitive feed is a thing of the past. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's their thoughts for sure. 
Yeah, but, go fuck yourself, make a business profile, pay us. Yeah. But that rounds out the top five. But, Matt, you picked three da, of da, your da, da. favorites that didn't make the top five. That's right. So why don't you kick us off with number one of the honorable mentions? All right. So again, I don't even like using the term honorable mention. Because these are it fantastic that, like, you people I'm about to talk about aren't as good as those we just talked about. That, that's not the case at all. We throw out the term honorable mention because if Nick and I, if it was up to us, we essentially would have two-hour shows just talking about Star Wars toy photography. Yeah. Uh, we've had to limit it to five, so we don't just go on and on and on and on. I mean, this is literally an episode where we just had to talk about toy photography, and we're already going on 40 minutes. Yeah. All right, so we, we got to kind of uh, limit ourselves, put a governor on how many we share, because otherwise it could get nuts. I mean, it literally would just be toy photography, and I know a lot of you out there would probably like our show more if it was just toy photography. But damn it, Nick and I love speculating, talking about Star Wars news and movies and projects too, so you get what you get. You get the split, but today, hey, you're pretty much getting all toy photography. So honorable mentions, here we go. First and foremost is my man Jay at work more or less. And this comes from, again, you know, when Nick was talking about Black Series, he's part of the uh, conglomerate that is known as the C3P Bros JSI. Uh, and this was from their Master Yoda theme week, which is a few weeks ago. But it's, it's essentially a recreation of Yoda discovering Luke's light stick <laughs> on Dagobah and fighting R2 for it. Yep. And it's, it's, it's fucking perfect. I mean, the, the tone of the image is perfect. The, the coloring's perfect. The atmosphere's perfect. It's a work more or less shot. I mean, Jason is a professional designer. He gets paid to create awesome-looking stuff. But he gives us this shit for free in his spare time. Yeah, it's a beautiful shot. And like you said, scene recreation from episode five and i'm just like i'm looking at the shot and i'm just waiting for yoda to start smacking r2 yeah hit him like no 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 give me give me give me yeah it's one of my best like that is my favorite yoda is that that three minute scene or whatever when he is full-on hobo yoda yeah and if you place with go, you know who hobo yoda is hobo yoda is dagobah yoda i'm i'm working towards i'm i'm like one set away from unlocking hermit yoda oh, he, i'm like so he, he's far. the mac that he is a raid champion yeah so hobo yoda but anyways hobo yoda that's who uh, at work more or less captured here and it is it's just a it's a freeze frame of that exchange between r2 and yoda fighting over luke's flashlight and it's Beautiful. still one of my favorite parts of empire one of my favorite scenes in all of star wars because yoda really is acting like a crazy hobo <laughs> He's, he's te- I mean, obviously he's testing yeah, he's, Luke, but he's, he's acting like a nut job or a, a Yoda or whatever the hell they're called that sat on a swamp planet for, you know, what, 20 years at this point by yeah, himself? 20, 20 years. I mean, we have C- no Communing canon. with maybe Qui-Gon's force ghost here and there, but that's about it. Yeah, we don't have any canon that shows Yoda leaving Dagobah once he got there after episode three. Yeah, so. I mean, he, he took his little pod from the Wookiees and that was about it. Yeah, he just landed in... Uh, Mud hole, and then that was it. All right, what's your next one, Matt? Next one, we're going to move into some pure art. And by, I mean, all these are art, but I'm talking the, the, the drawing kind, the shit that's still, in my opinion, it's like, how do humans do this? How does someone sit down at an iPad or a piece of paper or another screen 
and do this. And this, what is this I'm talking about? Well, I'm talking about a fantastic shot from Venomous, V-E-N-A-M-I-S. His name is Eli Hyder, I believe. Yep. And I do believe he is a professional artist. Yeah, published art by Marvel, Lucasfilm, and Topps. So, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's definitely good. <laughs> That's an understatement. But he, he has a, Nick, what'd you say? He's got a very uh, iconic style where it's like he does really like kind of these sharp slash lines, it almost looks like. Yeah. And then his coloring is is watercolory, but sometimes with a neon tint. Uh, it's just, I, I don't it, it Sometimes it looks like concept art that is then colored. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it definitely has like a concept art slash storyboard feel to the construction of some of the, the environments and of some of the figures. But then the way that he brings it to life with the coloring is really oh, what makes it pop. It's insane. I mean, this is another account, and we haven't even talked about the fucking image and why he's up there. But if you just look at his page, oh yeah, I mean his. I mean, it's it's nonstop scrolling, and you're just going, oh, I like that one. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. I li- oh, yeah. But like that one. Yep. Like that. 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 Yeah. That, yes, I mean, like, like this is too. this is again like an art style that I think would do would work really well in tattoo form. Like his oh, his yeah. art style. He's got one annihilus here that I just saw rolling down, da- like scrolling down. I'm like. Holy shit. Like this nihilist image is perfect. And then he's got like a skull kind of uh, imposed into the background. Jesus Christ. Like that kind of stuff is just insane to me. Like you said, the the fact that a human can sit down and create art like this. I mean, he's got a a Darth Bane shot here again. That is just like I could fill a sleeve like a dark side sleeve of tattoos yeah. with just I mean, look his at work. his remakes of the Vanity Fair cover pieces of Kylo and Rey. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean they're better than the fucking magazine. <laughs> I mean, the, the so guys... anyways, yeah. back to the shot I, I picked of, of Eli's here. Uh, he he put his spin, his style of art on Rey's iconic um, tie, whatever you want to call it, jump. Yep. Uh, so from the trailer for Tross, I mean, it's just. I'd tattoo that on my face. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, just the whole scene, I'd start it around my ear and just wrap it around to my other ear. So it'd be like Ray's foot would be on one ear. The, the, the trail of Kyla's ship would be on the other. Then the main painting would be right on my face. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's like beautiful the way that he was able to capture it. And what really stands out to me about this image is, is the way that he trailed off the lightsaber, like using, yep the the blue paint or whatever he used i don't know if this is digital or practical in terms of the painting effect but like the way that he trailed off that lightsaber blade and made it curve with you know the motion of her body was just beautiful and then obviously everything else that you see in the background the the silencer the tie silencer itself the way that he composed it and colored it I mean, this guy is a is a killer, and he deserves to be a professional artist paid yeah, by I mean, you know Marvel. I was gonna say it, it, it kind of makes sense when when you see his work that he's getting paid to do this. Oh yeah, I, it just to me like paid artists like this type of art, they're I feel like they're a rare breed. I don't know. I mean, 
obviously they're out there I and mean, there's people that do this for a living and design and concept art for movies and whatnot but i don't know i hope this guy's making a lot of money yeah yeah he he does not need another job like this guy but i i, <laughs> I feel like artists like them are, are really i mean you can you can move it to game developers they're artists as well i mean they're coders they, they have a different functioning brain than us losers like nick and i but I, I bet he's underpaid. I bet he does not get paid what he should for some of these pieces. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I know people not nearly as skilled as Venomous, but the amount of time that it takes to create these pieces is extensive. And, I mean, most of the time you can argue that artists like like this or, you know, any kind of traditional, you know, artist does not get paid enough for the no, of time I mean, they, they, they get nickel and dime by big sites or magazines. I mean, it's the same thing if you're a freelance games journalist. I mean, you, you could do a an epic essay or, or an expose on on a company that breaks major news, and you might make a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. No, no love for the for the. So, hey, we, we're not making money <laughs> off of Venomous, but I mean, th- this is an account I've been sharing for years. I started back when I just had Entertainment Buddha. And now shares work here on Star Wars Time, and uh, he's definitely been within the Star Wars Time show feed multiple times since we started it back in November. So keep an eye out. I mean, anything Eli posts is pretty much share-worthy, comment-worthy, like-worthy. So Eli Hyder at Venomous. Check him out. Absolutely. And then last but not least, we've got a, you know, this is kind of a nod to Nick and his obsession with <laughs> troopers, but I got a, a crispy beat shot from at BH726 underscore. Yeah, BH has been in the top five before, and what we have here is two regular stormtroopers in the back, and then you have a, a death trooper up front, and... Really, I mean, again, it's just one of those shots, like you said. It's a it's a crispy shot. That's a a term you introduced to me. I yes, think it was last I, week. I, I yeah, I learned it myself when I got <laughs> into toy photography. But a lot of times, you know, if a shot, if people like a shot, they'll say it's crispy. Yeah, but this this one, it feels crispy. It does. It's just like <laughs> the way that you have that hard focus like on the KFC. on the on the foreground, uh, on the death trooper in the foreground, and then that that you know. The blur in the back, but then also kind of the the motion of the image is is with the sand and the way that the sand is. Oh yeah, kind I'm of guessing exploding. there was a little bit of a spray air used or like a a drain pump. Okay, I actually use a drain pump now to do my dust up effect like this because I was getting tired of buying canned air. But you, you essentially just create a little pile of debris by your subject and then. Hopefully you have a remote and your camera shutter speeds fast. You spray it and you hold down your shutter speed. You just <laughs> hope to get a you hope to get a shot like this. Honestly, and it's not as easy as it looks because a lot of times you either spray too hard, there's too much shit, uh, the particles get up into your subject. But I mean, th- this is a a perfect amount of. Uh, particle effect uh, but I, I believe it's practical i don't think this is added in yeah i mean it's a fantastic job here and even though these troopers weren't on the beach at scarif in rogue one this shot reminds me of it looks scarif. like it. yeah and just it just reminds me that i don't have a shadow trooper at least a black series shadow trooper i have a figure art shadow trooper but i want this fucking figure it's beautiful beautiful i just i just love the way he looks in this shot i mean he 
I like he, yeah. that. He, uh, he's wearing the same shit of the bozos behind them, but he looks way more badass. Yeah, I mean than the white trooper. That that one shoulder pauldron off to the side. I said death trooper. I like in my head I knew it was shadow because the helmet, but like for some reason I said death trooper just because it's all black. And well, like the just make sure to cane yourself once you get. I off. know, I know. I have to. I have yeah. to. Correct my mistakes. Yep, like Da Vinci Code shit. I, oh, Just yeah. Sit there, get whoosh, on your knees, whoosh. and take a cattail to your back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like the crazy person that I am. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, it's just, it is. It's a, it's a more menacing pose, too. Like, obviously, the guys in the back are kind of a little bit well, they're, uh, here's how i look at nick they're all running away like ah they're coming where he's just like fuck this yeah he's like bringing his gun I'm, up yeah he's like bring it bays ready to go bring it cheer it i don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah he just looks like a badass like he, he can't even be bothered by whatever is scurrying these other two bozos in white yeah so yeah this is a fantastic shot and again you know as i go through the feed for you know picking the top five I, I saw all of these shots and it's just so hard to choose who i'm gonna put in the top five and i try not to basically what i try to do is just scroll through the feed and the first five that really grabbed me and then i click on make the top five but there's you know a lot of times it's tough you know a lot of times i'll pick you know everything kylo every week and i'm like man i can't throw him in every week or sir dork every week and then you know, so now it's become a little bit more difficult to. I mean, dude, if Sir Dork makes a couple more videos like that. I mean, <laughs> maybe, he's going to be a permanent fixture in the maybe top. Maybe we five, just do a Sir you. Dork specific top five every week. <laughs> like we just pick his best five shots from that week. You know what? That that may not be a bad idea. Every once in a while, just kind of doing like an artist, feature. an artist spotlight. Yeah, I think yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. That may we, be we something may start, we play with. Yeah. Yeah, maybe like for our sometimes, you know, how we'll do special topic casts. Maybe we could start doing that, like featuring artists. But we also want to start interviewing these people as well. So uh, we got to get on that. And by we, I'm, I mean the mouse in my pocket myself because I'm the one that has been saying I was going to get on it and just haven't. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I want to do. I want to start interviewing these people. Uh, Hershey even mentioned he's like, hey, you guys should maybe ask some of these people. Like yeah, we're thinking about it because I, I want to do it kind of like inside the actor studio and have a, a a an organic dialogue with these artists, but also a canned set of questions like yeah. gear, favorite figure, you know, it's just one off shit like yeah, that. Yeah, spend we'll spend you know maybe uh you know the first half of the cast getting through some of the standard stuff and then open it up to conversation because these guys they're Star Wars fans just like you and me, just right. like everybody listening. So. They have their opinions on. Yeah, you never Star know. Wars I mean, they could like they could talk with us for fifteen minutes and be like, "These guys really are bozos." Yeah. How quickly can I get out of this? Yeah. These but, these guys are are pretty stupid. So let's let's cut you this. You know, but <laughs> if you're listening and and maybe getting on the cast and doing an interview or just talking Star Wars and toy photography, send us some messages. I, I know I, I've talked to a few of you. Trust me, you're you're on the list just got to get it organized nick and i are, are we're considering changing up our recording schedule so it's probably going to further delay interviews but I, i'm going to go ahead and say it right now just just because it'll force me to do it we'll have at least one interview done before the year's up oh yeah oh yeah i i can commit to that as well we'll we'll, we'll definitely get somebody in here before the end of 2019 right 
So, right, so just keep on listening, people. That that does it for this kind of coming back from break cast where, you know, Nick and I, we didn't want to get into any of the news items we've thrown up on StarWarsTime.net. We're saving those for the Friday recording session, which will come out next week on Tuesday. So we appreciate you listening, as always. Hopefully you enjoyed this kind of toy photography, Star Wars artist-centric segment. I know not all of you come here for the toys, uh, but, you know, maybe you'll get something out of it. In the end, we all love Star Wars, and that's what we're celebrating here. So get yourself over to StarWarsTime.net. That's where you can get all the details on where you can subscribe, the platforms we have, the YouTubes over there, iTunes, Android, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. I mean, honestly, there are no more excuses for not getting subbed up to the Star Wars Time show on the platform of your choice. Until next time, my friends. May the Force be with you, always.